Good morning, guys. My name is Bryce Tui, and I'm joined by my host, co-host Matthew Monaco, and this is your Wednesday edition of Steady Trade Treats, where we talk about the penny stock market and the hottest movers of the week. Um, so, Matt, do you want to tell our listeners what we were talking about this this episode? Sure. Yeah. So we have a pretty solid outline here, but we're going to recap Kodak. Kodak, we talked about on the first episode we released that Monday. Definitely check it out. Ideally, these episodes, you know, you watch one uh, as soon as possible when they're released because the news is very relevant. But we drop a lot of golden nuggets, uh, so it's really good to just recap them, and then you can, you know, look at the charts and see how these stocks have played out. So we're going to bring up Kodak. We hinted a little bit about insider trading. There were some rumors on that one. And then we're going to jump into JMIA and OPTI. Who, those were two runners uh, from this Wednesday, August 4th. So we're going to dive a little deep into those. And so. just remember, this is not investment advice. This is solely for informational purposes. This is just what we're seeing. Don't take any of this as investment advice. So, Matt, if you're ready to go, let's dig into Kodak. Like we said, this is one of the hottest movers of the past few weeks. I mean, again, like we said, this thing moved from $2 a share, give or take, to about 60 uh, Since then, it's faded off. Uh, on the day we recorded this on Tuesday, August 4th, it's trading between $17 and $12 a share. So... Again, to recap what we talked about last last Monday or this Monday, Kodak received news of a nearly $800 million government loan to help produce drugs and chemicals to combat COVID. Um, however, today there was news that was put out that Senator Warren wants to ask the SEC to examine possible insider trading and disclose violations involving Eastman Kodak Company. This does not mean that anyone in Kodak has officially been convicted of insider trading, but the news is relatively worrisome to long-term shareholders. Um, so after receiving this news pre-market, the, the stock fell from roughly 15 in the $15 per share range to six or 13.65 pre-market. However, as soon as the, the stock opened up around 930, it ripped to almost $18 a share and has since just faded back off, reaching a low somewhere above in the, the high $12 a share area. Matt, what do we need to know about Kodak? What should we be looking for in the coming days, weeks, et cetera? Yeah, so Kodak, I mean, it was a worthless company like a week ago. And then they had this huge $800 million, give or take, loan from the government. Essentially, uh, it's pretty much just a government pump and dump job. Uh, I saw a bunch of people calling it that. And that's really what it was. I mean, they pumped it up to 60 and it's gone more or less straight down since. Uh, I thought it was going to have a little bit of a bounce day. It tried today, but then this news, I think, really, you know, pushed it down even further. And I don't know. It could keep going down. It could get halted if an uh, SEC investigation actually happens. Um, there's a lot of unknowns. Sketchy stock. I would not be long. <laughs> I mean, it's, again, it was a worthless company, and now they just have some extra money to basically just bleed out. Whether they actually produce you know, uh, pharmaceutical equipment for COVID or not. I mean, again, the company transitioned to Bitcoin in 2017. That clearly didn't work. Now they're on COVID. They're just jumping from hot sector to hot sector to try to, you know, insiders trying to line their pockets, which is why there's this investigation. Um, And they're just trying to survive as long as they can because their core business failed like two decades ago. Absolutely. So now we want to move on to JMIA. It's Jumia Technologies. So JMIA is an African e-commerce company. I don't know if they're actually based in Africa, but they offer distribution and product fulfillment in Africa's biggest countries. 
Um, now, tech stocks as a whole have been extremely hot during this year, despite the negative overall market drop from COVID, probably because people are resorting more to online shopping. But JMIA is now on a month-long tear after trading at under $6 a share in early July to today it topped out at just slightly under $24 a share. I think the high, if I'm looking at this right, was yeah, $23.90. The issue here is that this was done on no news. There was no relevant news for why uh, this move happened. Uh, more likely than not, volume has been increasing every day uh, for the, basically the last week straight after going parabolic and breaking trend. To me, Matt, I don't know about you, this <laughs> this looks like a pump that was done on, you know, again, tech stocks have been hot. A lot of OTC stocks or uh, OTC tech stocks have been hot too. It's more likely not, in my opinion, a pump. What what do you make of any of this? Completely agree. Uh, the daily chart is wild. We were seeing a ton of those daily charts in 2020. Um, yeah, it's it's madness. I mean, whether it's pumped up or not, I don't know what's going on. I don't know the full story, but it probably isn't going to go straight down. I'd be shocked if it went up again after today. On the you know August 4th, again, it was hammered today. I mean, it's probably going to bounce around a little bit and then fade off. If you look at any of the crazy runners, I mean, pull up any runner from previous years, no matter what sector, they always go crazy. They bounce around for a while and then they fade off into oblivion. As people move on, people forget. People have really short attention spans. So as soon as the next crazy stock spiking, the next shiny ball, they usually jump ship and then move into that one. Absolutely. Yeah. Just be careful on these stocks that have no legitimate news that are making these crazy, insane runs. It's it's scary to get caught on the downside of them. I can tell you that much. Um, now, last, our third stock that we want to talk about today is OPTI, uh, Optech International. So OPTI has been one of the hottest OTC runners this week. And essentially, they make a sanitization and disinfectant product that claims to be a non-toxic UV-type sanitation. It started its run on July 28th after opening around two cents a share. And as of today, Tuesday, August 4th, it hit a high of 9.5 cents a share. Now, the reason this run started is because on, again, the 28th, the company released news that an original Shark Tank investor, uh, Kevin Harrington, was appointed to its board. Since then, it's released a couple other PRs stating that they're attempting to introduce new and safer ways to open schools using this disinfectant technology, as well as the company launching a new safe scan, contactless infrared temperature scanner with facial recognition and mask compliance features. That's a handful. Um, Again, so the latest news of this was released on August 3rd. It looks like this is continuing on volume just from that previous news. Uh, As of today, Tuesday, it closed at nine cents a share. So still pretty strong. Matt, you personally know OTCs better than I do. What, what do you what do you make of this kind of news? Is this long-term good news or is this just, I shouldn't say is this, do you think this is long-term good news or is this um, just, again, more pumpy PRs? Again, I mean, do your own due diligence, but I'll just say OTC stocks are OTC stocks for a reason, right? They're not on the New York Stock Exchange. They're not even on the NASDAQ. Uh, usually they're the worst of the worst companies. Usually whatever they say is just completely made up. Uh, they're just, again, trying to ride a hot trend. Over the years, we have seen a couple OTC stocks uplist, uh, most notably ACB. That's a weed company. Um, that's the most recent one that comes to memory. But even if they say, like, they're going to uplist, they're probably not going to. CYDY was an OTC stock. They kept saying they were going to uplist. OTC stocks aren't closely regulated uh, by the SEC. 
because it's a tougher market to play. You actually have to pay commissions. So it keeps people away, especially in this commission-free world. So probably a terrible company. Who knows? OTCs, just use them as trading vehicles. Like play the price action. Fundamentals are garbage, I promise you. Um, So just use technical analysis. And as long as it keeps running, it's, you know, just play the action. Matt, are you going to be keeping this on watch for a first red day in the coming coming days or week? Yeah, um, so it's a nine cent stock more or less. So, I mean, it's not like it's full of short sellers because again, OTCs, you have to pay so much commission and then you have to have so many shares. So it's not like worth it to a lot of shorts to short this stock uh, just because of the commissions involved. But what goes up must come down. I'm watching, um, Tim Sykes calls it a number five. Uh, it's just like a panic dip buy because again, a lot of people, a lot of retail traders, a lot of people who aren't as educated believe in it. They'll put a stop loss and then once those stop losses get triggered, usually a stock will plummet very quickly. Usually it happens in the morning and then it'll bounce. You know, you can see some crazy bounces, 50, 100% bounces off the lows, depending on how much panic there is. Ideally it goes higher. If it goes higher, it's just going to panic lower and that'll be a better trade. Absolutely. And before we wrap this show up, I just want to, you know, just want to mention that while these are three pretty hot stocks, I've seen the listed market definitely slowing down a little bit. So again, do your own due diligence before you're trading any of these companies and all of the news, news sources that we use for this episode will be linked in the show notes. Um, Matt, do you have anything else? No, you brought it up. It's summer, August, typically slowest month of the year. Uh, just don't force anything. Yeah, If there's a play, there's a play. Uh, 2020 has been an absolutely crazy year with basically no breaks. If you don't see a play, like don't be afraid to go outside and enjoy yourself. And then, you know, usually into the year end, pretty historically, market keeps picking back up. So if there's not a play, there's not a play. And I mean, we mentioned three really good runners. There's plenty of other runners out there. We didn't nail them all. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you for tuning into this week's episode or this today's episode of Steady Trade Treats. We'll be back with more treats for you this Friday. Hope you guys have a solid middle of the week and looking forward to crushing even more.